Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. This is Relentless Daring, and I am your host, Tyler Morgan. Here we are engaged in the relentless, daring pursuit of truth, justice, and American jackassery. Um, sorry about that. My volume is going to be a little wonky tonight. Um, so, today's a big day. Nevada caucuses, the third in the lineup of what's going on with all the election bullcrap and shenanigans. And... As of right, or as of earlier this evening, uh, all the big news organizations were calling the caucuses to go to uh, Bernie Sanders. Uh, so far, I haven't been able to see delegate counts or all that, but that's really going to lead to um, the real question of who is going to be next to drop out. Ah. Scuba Steve, our pretty, pretty princess, has made it into the chat room here. Thanks for uh, tuning in, Steve. Uh, for a little background information, uh, Twitter has been absolutely a blast tonight. Um, our uh, thread of mutually, mutually uh, beloved people that we all hang out with and we all list a lot of the same shows hold on one second i think my uh i think my pop filter just died so if you're hearing a lot of rumbling in the background it's me trying to take the stupid thing off and it's just kind of shaking the mic stand yay live internet radio but oh it's twitter has been an absolute blast our thread of a of mutual uh, Pat Gray listeners, we were infiltrated by uh, by some atheists. Now, we're not an exclusive group of people. We love to discuss things. So now if you're getting a lot of uh, plosives, you know, loud popping every time I use a P. It's because I don't have a filter on my mic anymore. I'm sorry. Um... Anyways, we were infiltrated by a group of or a couple atheists. I think someone actually drugged them into the into the thread, and so it's been a very fun night of apologetics. Uh, for those of you who are not Christians, apologetics is basically the art of defending your faith, and I, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with people who don't believe what I do, who choose not to believe what I do. I do have a problem with being attacked for believing what I do or attacking others for what they believe. And if you want to have a good debate, that's all well and good. Kim Lewandowski has joined the group. What's up, Kim? Glad to have you here. 
Ah, man, but it was just absolute fun time of being called gullible because we believe in some ancient sky god who sits up on his cloud and shakes a stick at us from 2,000 years ago. Fun times. If you ever want to see what an absolute cesspool of humanity, you want to see an absolute cesspool of humanity, go on Twitter. It's absolutely hot garbage. <laughs> Kim says she's not doing much. She's reading the atheist words from the, that Twitter thread. By the way, folks, if you would like to follow me on Twitter, I am. You can follow me at Real Tyler Morgan or at Daring Podcast. My DMs are open, so if you want to, you know, shoot me a message and tell me I'm a blithering idiot, by all means, it'll be fun. I mean, I dropped the name of a horse from Westerns in the 1940s and 50s. And suddenly I'm being insulting because I said the word, I said the name Trigger. Is, is, is that what we've come to in society anymore? Is that, you know, you could, I could have said, I could have said easy killer. I could have said, hey, 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 easy guy. Said anything, but you use the word trigger. You know, how many people grew up watching the Disney cartoon of Robin Hood? And there, there's the two guards outside the jail with the, the sheriff of Nottingham. You had Klutzy, and you had Trigger. How many people grew up with the the voice of Slim Pickens as the sheriff? Easy, Trigger. Point that pea shooter down. I mean, apparently you can't say stuff like that anymore because people get their panties all in a bunch. Oh, crap. Did I, did I just say panties? Did I, did I just assume somebody's... um undergarment of choice yeah kim grew up with robin hood uh hold on one second i've got a dog fussing at the back door and i don't want to be drowning out the entire show again the joys of live radio you get to laugh dogs on the air don't worry i will edit that out in post and as opposed to uh, other radio hosts who would often joke about editing it out in post, I can actually do it because I have Audacity running and recording everything as we speak. But yeah, so Twitter has been the absolute cesspool, and let me get on my ghouls here because I got to get the... Uh, I don't want that. Oh my goodness. I'm trying to pull up the uh, Nevada caucus stuff because... Amazing show prep, absolutely, absolute professionalism here on uh, the Relentless Daring podcast because I don't have my stuff pulled up that I'm getting ready to talk about. Nevada Caucus, if I can spell. Do-do-do. So basically right now, Every major organization is calling the caucuses to go to Bernie Sanders. Right now, this is a what is coming up 
Right now, um, there's no primary contest for the Republicans, so obviously Donald Trump is getting all 25 delegates. But here's where it's fun, the Democrats. Uh, right now, tw- this is 27% reporting, but uh, early exit polling and all that that they were doing, Fox News, NBC, MSLSD, as Mark Levin calls it, they're already calling the uh, Coxes to go to uh, Bernie. So, uh, like I said, 27% reporting right now. The With 46.6% of the vote. I'm not sure where these 27% uh, of the uh, precincts are. But apparently they really love Bernie. He has almost half of it. I thought my daughter was yelling at me. It's a bird in the other room. So if you hear, hi, you blame Henry. It's all him. But anyways, uh, so right now, Bernie Sanders has been awarded seven delegates. Uh, Joe Biden is in second place with 22.8%. Yeah, uh, 46 to 22. That is a huge drop. Um, again, this is only a little over a fourth of the delegate or a fourth of the precincts reporting it as of the time of this recording. So if you're listening to this, say, oh, I don't know, a week from now because you're trying to get caught up, Kurt, I'm looking at you, Kurt. I know you're there. Y'all, it'll be sometime next week. I'll be seeing. Oh, it was a great episode. You insulted uh, Scuba Steve. It was great. Uh, so, Kurt, don't get caught up on what I'm saying right now because you'll probably hear something newer by the time you get to this. Just saying. But um, right now, uh, Pete Buttigieg, he's in third place with fourteen uh, percent. Then Elizabeth Warren. Then. Dropping down to 3%, Tom Steyer, Amy Klobuchar, Bennett, Gabbard, Andrew Yang. Apparently there are there are people who are still voting for people who dropped out a long time ago. These are the same people they do a, they get a poll. It's a yes or no question, and they answer, I don't know. Wait. People are doing a research poll. Do you like this product? Yes? No? I don't know. Oh, my goodness. These are the people like, well, uh, Spartacus, he's not in the race, but I really liked his bug eyes, and uh, I think he will be great in the White House. (laughs) 18. Folks, if you're listening to my show and you've never listened to um, uh, Pat Gray over on The Blaze, they're not paying me to say this. Believe me, I wish they were. I would have I'd have at least like five more dollars in the bank right now if they were. It's if you if you ever get on their podcast, uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, and listen to it. There's a guy who works at the Blaze. His name is Jeff Fisher. In real life, Jeff is an absolutely amazing person. Ah, I see a random couple show is 
pop back up. I'm sorry, I'm horrible with names, so I don't remember uh, your name off the top of my head. But thank you for tuning in. It's awesome. But uh, Jeff over at The Blaze, he's an absolutely awesome guy. Um, Friends with him on Facebook, on Twitter. Just an absolutely amazing person. He gets picked on all the time because he's he's a little bit bigger. Uh, He has a tendency to justify things that are... You wouldn't normally go out of your way to justify, but it it makes for great radio, great entertainment. I, I recommend checking out uh, Pat Gray Unleashed from The Blaze. It's, it's a funny show. If you're listening to me and you're not into politics, they they might say some do some stuff that'll make you laugh. If you are into politics and someone told you to listen to this because they know you're an uber liberal and this is going to piss you off don't listen to their show because i'm already going to piss you off with this one but i have gone off on a rabbit trail so yeah looking at the uh these returns haha hot takes sell like a mofo yep um I, i love giving hot takes i mean that's a lot of the reason people tune into political podcasts is because I want their take on something. Whether it's necessarily accurate, whether it's necessarily informed, it could be entertaining. I don't know. But yeah, so right now, with the uh, results coming as they are, and as I've said, all the major news outlets are calling the, uh, the Nevada caucuses going to Bernie Sanders. Uh, a second place finish for uh, Joe Biden actually kind of keeps his campaign afloat because what he came in fourth in Iowa, fifth in New Hampshire, the second place here, and then going into South Carolina where he's a uh, where he's hoping that it it will be uh, the firewall that uh, helps you know see I'm still in this. But um, but then you're going to start getting people like Klobuchar, who she's had what a couple third place finishes. Uh, Warren, who's hasn't finished above fourth place yet, is really going to start pushing who is going to be the next one to drop out. Aside from maybe Tom Steyer will do us all a favor, and he will go away. Unfortunately, Michael Bloomberg, he's uh, he's waiting for Super Tuesday here on March 3rd. And because that's where he's been running a lot of his ads is in the uh, Super Tuesday states, as well as online. Uh, my kids are, I have kids ages, what, 8, 11, and 12. They watch a lot of kids' YouTube videos. And video game stuff on YouTube. And they're like, who's this Mike Bloomberg guy they keep talking about? I'm, I want to watch a move. I want to watch a show about Minecraft. But I have to hear about Mike. Do, 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 do. Yeah, some people are odd and will listen just to be mad about something. Yes. Yes, they will. <laughs> uh, random couple show. Uh, he is Canadian. He's not sure what Super Tuesday is. So, for 
the international listeners, uh, for my Canadian friends, my British friends, my Australian friends, the that Uz, the Uzbeki guy over there in Asia listening to me. Super Tuesday is a massive primary day where a huge majority of the states have their uh, primaries figure out who is going to be the nom the nominee for uh, president. Uh, if there's a runoff for figure out who's going to be the nominee for the party for the Senate, the house, all that stuff. It's, and it will be a blast if I decide to stay up and wait for all the returns to come in because Alaska is also on super Tuesday this year. And I want, I love waiting till one, two o'clock in the morning to get election results when I have to get up at 4.30 in the morning to go to work. Because, hey, you can't fund a podcast without a job. I'm just saying. And, well, I mean, I could. I need more of you to listen. Please share this for the love of God. But, um, yeah, I, I'm joking. really not begging you to share it. Please share it. Um, but yeah, it, <laughs> stupid adult stuffs. Random couple shows. Share the live show. Their show is actually fairly entertaining. Um, you have a long distance relationship couple who talk about random crap. Although I will say they can be a little saltier. Okay, they they're a lot saltier than I am because I try to keep this PG thirteen. He's Canadian, so he don't care. But at least, at least you know, if he says something inflammatory, it's followed by, sorry. <laughs> R-rated, yes. There, there, there's a lot of A's and sorries and a boots when listening to his show. But it's it's well worth the listen. It, it's like listening to, uh, it's like listening to uh, Litter Kenny when you can't actually see the TV. So, plug for great Canadian television. But, um, yeah, there's all kinds of shenanigans going on. Um, another huge thing that's uh, popped up in this week. We admit it. We come on at 1230 a.m. Kids should be sleeping. Yes, yeah, I, I know they should be sleeping. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure I made him laugh at my uh, making fun of Canadian accents, but yeah, I'm from Missouri. We don't know what our accent is. We could be Appalachian or Appalachian. I really don't know. Uh, we could be from the southeast. We could be from Texas. We could be, you know, we've got some North Dakota people talking people around here, don't you know? So, I mean... Missouri is just this really, really weird, this really weird accent collection where you really, you hear someone talking, you kind of have to guess. I mean, they have someone who lived in the state their whole life and they're, you would never know they're from here. It's like, why doesn't he pronounce his R's? Is he from, is, is he from Boston or something? 
yeah, yeah, I, I just drive my car down to the bar, you know, go in and have a couple beers. Yeah, then they, then they, they, they took my khakis from me. I, I didn't know I was going to get home. Kim says, all I know is in Wisconsin has their own speak, hence the word bubbler. Yeah, but I know what a bubbler is, also known as a water cooler or even a water fountain because it bubbles. Yeah, the aha, I am correct, as always. So uh, another huge thing that uh, popped up in the news this week, I'm going to get to. Um, so people started freaking out because an anonymous source. has informed uh, the House that Russia really wants Donald Trump to be reelected because Donald Trump is just so friendly to the Russians. In fact, he is so friendly to the Russians that he implemented stronger sanctions against Russia than Barack Obama did. Uh, when Ukraine said, hey, can we get some military aid... Yep, we sold them javelin missiles. Yes, that's right. As opposed to the Obama administration who sold them blankets because blankets are so great at defeating Russian armor, we actually gave them, yep, lethal military aid. And yeah, there's the whole thing that uh, Donald Trump withheld funds for like three weeks. I'm not getting into that mess because my brain is still recovering from the Democrat-induced aneurysm over what even John Bolton has called a politically motivated, I, I have the article, but is this completely congressional malfeasance? That's what he said, congressional malfeasance. And this is from a guy... in. Uh, John Bolton, I don't have the article pulled up. He said that whether he testified or not, while he believes what Donald Trump did was wrong and it was possibly possibly impeachable, the way the House went about it guaranteed that if John Bolton had testified, Donald Trump still would not have been impeached. And, and that's saying something when the most dangerous mustache in the world says that, you know, yeah, I had a lot of insight I could have offered, but they screwed the pooch so badly that there is no way in God's green earth the conviction would have gone through. And, you know, this is where one of those things where we say, uh, Impeachment, conviction, blah, 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 blah. I think it's, uh, I've changed my way of thinking on all the impeachment stuff after this most recent round. I don't think we should look at an, an impeachment as the president has been indicted of a high crime or misdemeanor, and now it's going to go to the Senate for trial. I think it should be looked at as 
the indictment process is uh, the House Judicial Committee or the House Intel Committee, whatever, who comes up with, did the president do something worth trying to throw him out of office? There's your indictment. Then it goes to the House, and then the House has their hearings, and then basically the House is the actual trial. Oh, he was he was indicted. But, you know, he was convicted in the House of this crime. And then the Senate is like going in front of a separate jury for sentencing. Well, he was, yeah, they said he did it, but how are we going to punish him? No punishment? We're going to kick him out of office? Are we going to kick him out of office and ban him from running for office ever again? Are we going to ban him from running for re-election? It, it all depends on how they want to go about it, but that's just kind of my slightly off-kilter take on the whole impeachment process. But anyways, so an anonymous source has told the House that Putin wants Donald Trump to be re-elected. Okay. And then it comes out also that uh, members of the Intel committee, uh, community have also informed Bernie Sanders that Putin wants him to win the Democratic nomination. Yeah, th- this is a good night for that for that little uh, soundbite because it, it just keep, I can just keep using it. But oh, wait, 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 wait! I'm talking Russia stuff. I have to do this. All right, so I want to talk a little uh, Soviet stuff over the Soviet national anthem because I can. So, anyways, uh, this is a Washington Post article. Bernie Sanders briefed by U.S. officials that Russia is trying to help his presidential campaign. And this uh, was just released yesterday. Putin doesn't care who's in office. Putin is having fun watching it. Let's go each other while kicked back with pop. Yes, that, that that's the biggest thing is that uh, the Russians really don't give a rat's behind because Bernie stands to salute the Russian flag. He loves bread lines. Yes, yes he does. And borscht. I'm sure I've heard that he loves the beet soup. But anyways, uh, look at the article. U.S. officials have told Senator Bernie Sanders that Russia is attempting to help his presidential campaign as part of an effort to interfere with the Democratic contest, according to people familiar with the matter. President Trump and lawmakers on Capitol Hill also have been informed the Rus- about the Russian assistance to the Vermont senator, whose people said, speaking on the condition of anonymity, to discuss sensitive intelligence. I'm trying to see what... Uh, uh, those clapping emojis, I, I, I really can't tell because I have half my screen devoted to my audacity recording this and then the other half to the screen. So, I s- Anywho's, uh, President Trump and lawmakers of Capitol Hill also have been informed 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Condition of anonymity. Because no one will ever come out and say who the hell they are. No one wants to be the one who got in trouble because, well, uh, yeah, I'm Bob, and uh, I decided that I needed to tell everyone what was going on here. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Uh, it is not clear what form the Russian assistance has taken. U.S. prosecutors found a Russian effort in 2016 to use social media to boost Sanders' campaign against Hillary, part of a broader effort to hurt Clinton, sow dissension among the American electorate, and ultimately help elect Donald Trump. Which, ultimately, I don't think he was trying to help, they were trying to help Donald Trump at all. Uh, it's just one of those things where whoever was going to be leading whichever party, that's who the Russians were going to, quote, help, end quote. Because as uh, Steve has pointed out here in the, the chat box, Putin don't care. Putin is like the honey badger. I'm not going to finish that quote because it's possibly trademarked and I really don't want to get sued. But also because, you know, yeah, Putin's also a former KGB agent and I like having my head on its shoulders. It's uh, much more comfortable to have my head still attached without any additional holes, without any um, polonium being injected into my body, nerve agent being spread on my door handles, you know, stuff like that. I don't carry atropine injectors these days. So, so, do, do, do. Uh, I don't care, frankly, who Russian President Vladimir Putin wants to be. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. This is a quote from Sanders. I don't care, frankly, who Putin wants to be president. My message to Putin is clear. Stay out of American elections, and as president, I will make sure that you do. End quote. I know, it, it, it's a horrible Bernie, but, you know, it's the best I can do. Leave me alone. I, ha I have things I have to do to keep, you know, keep food on my table so I can't spend all day learning how to do a, a good... Angry Jewish old man from uh, Brooklyn. It's awful. I know that I can't do that. But anyways, I will take a quick break. And I will be back right after this. you love what you hear on the Relentless Daring Podcast? Do you want to show the world your support for this podcast? This is Tyler from Relentless Daring asking you to go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash relentlessdaring and check out our merchandise there. We have t-shirts, hoodies, hats, coffee cups, travel mugs. Go there, check it out, and use it to show the world your love of this podcast. And as always, stay relentless. All right, uh, so come back after a quick break. So, I have to do this before I go on. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to announce I have my first sponsor for the show. I don't have any applause. Son of a gun. But anyways, I do have a sponsor for the show. Um, My sponsor for the show is Cedar Hill Woodworking out of Copperas Cove, Texas. Uh, is a small veteran. Yay, congratulations. Thank you, Kim. Is a small veteran-owned uh, woodworking company out of Copperas Cove, Texas in the beautiful... I use that term loosely. Fort Hood community. Um, it's it's owned by one of my buddies, uh, Zach Norman. Great guy. I was in the army with him for several years, and well, when when he got out of the army, he decided, "What's something I really like that I can you know go into to you know kind of you know help make money and you know as a little side hustle." And so he started doing a little bit of woodworking here and there. And then he invested in a laser engraver and later a 3D printer. And so now uh, what Cedar Hill Woodworking does is he makes uh, a lot of stuff for for tabletop gaming, uh, especially for Dungeons and Dragons. He makes makes, uh, little containers that you roll the dice in that you can store your dice in. Uh, he makes terrain models you can use for, you know, things like Warcraft for D and D. If you're wanting to put, do that, he can 3d print little, uh, characters, you know, monsters and stuff that you can use for your gaming setup. It's absolutely awesome. Uh, if you're interested in any of his stuff, you can go to, uh, Etsy, go to Etsy.com and search Cedar Hill woodworking. And you can look for his store there. Absolutely great guy. He's a he's currently working on getting some stuff uh, to sell, you know, in the merch shop. Well, probably be through Facebook or something like that. Just because I I'm still working on getting some stuff set where I'm selling directly off my web page. But once that's up and going, it's going to be really neat. And wait for to start seeing some uh, proofs come back on that. But, uh, yeah, check out Cedar Hill Woodworking on uh, Etsy or on Facebook. You can find them there as well. So, yeah. Yay, I have a sponsor. Woo! But, anyways, going back into this. So, we we know that Russia is always going to be getting and sticking their nose into other countries' business. And I say that because we have a really bad habit of sticking our collective nose into other countries' business. We like to go and we we pick the dictators we like. Hey, you know what? That uh, Saddam Hussein guy, he's fighting the Iranians. They took over our embassy. Screw those guys. We're going to back Saddam Hussein. Hey, that, is, that Osama bin Laden guy over there in Afghanistan, that Saudi yeah, you know, the, 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 the tall skinny one. Yeah, let's give him money and CIA training. And we're going to help him and his Mujahideen fighters fight the Soviet Union. Yay! Hey, that uh, that guy leading the uh, the nationalist takeover of, uh, of Chile. Uh, what's his name? Pinochet, yeah. You know, he has a really great uh, platform. It's a free helicopter rides for commies. Granted, they don't land in the helicopter. They just kind of land 
without a parachute after falling from the helicopter, but he loves to give state-sponsored helicopter rides to the commies. So we're going to back him. You know, we, we backed the Contras and Nicaragua, and it turns out that the Contras weren't exactly the nicest people in the world. Yeah, they were, um, of of all the butchery that, that, you know, the Sandinistas, that New York Mayor Bill de Blasio supported, as bad as the Sandinistas were, the Contras were equally awful. Yet, you know, we had the whole Iran-Contra scandal where we were selling, we were selling extra tow missiles to another country. And then we were giving that money to the Contras to support their war effort. Yeah. I could do, probably do an entire hour show on uh, the Iran-Contra scandal. But it would involve a lot of research. I I just don't have time for that for that kind of stuff. So we know Russia was getting involved. Uh, in the 2016 elections, they spent, what, less than $100,000 doing Facebook ad buys for various things. Roosevelt and Churchill Alliance with Stalin. Yeah, that was one of those... Um, that was one of those that uh, we needed at the time, although we really didn't want to. Um, of course, then again, if... Oh, my goodness. Apparently, the neighbor dogs have got my dogs upset, and so if, you're probably hearing them. And I just took a break. Um... I'm pretty sure in World War II, if a certain fascist dictator, I'm using air quotes around that, uh, hadn't sided with Hitler, we he, he may have sided with us. But, you know, that's looking at Mussolini from, you know, 70 years later. But anyways, you know, like the way we tend to to ally ourselves, uh, Mussolini had a lot of respect for uh, Roosevelt. And oddly enough, so did Hitler. But I, I'm pretty sure that if we had gotten involved with, gotten involved with Europe earlier, in the war, say, you know, before the invasion of Poland, we may have been able to get Mussolini on our side, but I really don't know for sure. This is, like I said, retrospect, going, looking back at, you know, pre-World War Two, you know, se- 70 years later, 80 years later, so... But yeah, so the Soviet Union was uh Soviet Union. Screw those Russians. Uh so Russia spent I think it was less than $100,000 on Facebook ad buys. 
and they did ad buys that were pro-Trump. They did ad buys that were pro-Hillary. They did ad buys that, according to this article, were pro-Bernie. And they're doing it again. Now, uh, there are those on the left who are coming out and saying that it's absolutely imperative that, you know, we know who's buying these ads or at social media. Social media shouldn't be a place to do political advertising. But then again, if if Twitter is going to say, eh, that's political, we can't, we're not going to do it. I mean, as long as they're doing it for everybody, it it should be fine. Although, I did see an article t- where it said certain types of journalistic uh, articles could be uh, could be uh, viewed as being political advertising for Donald Trump. Therefore, it shouldn't be allowed to be shared on Twitter. Bum bum bum. Which. Speaking of things being shared on Twitter, there's a uh, Swiss, yeah, there's a Swiss court decide that, you know, if if you share something or like something on Twitter, you can be charged with hate speech. Wait, 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 what? Yeah, uh, they determined that a court has ruled in Switzerland that if you like or share an a post on Facebook or Twitter <coughs> that is, uh, you know, derogatory and uh, defamatory, inflammatory, racist, xenophobic, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. You can be charged with committing a hate crime or using hate speech because that's what everybody needs is the thought police coming in going, you know, just because I'm liking this doesn't mean I'm necessarily endorsing it. I think more people should see it because it raises awareness to an issue, whether it's, you know, hey, I'm sharing this because this is horrible, disgusting. I think everyone should see it, so they should stay away from XYZ group, person, organization, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I don't necessarily... But just because I'm sharing it does not mean I agree with what's being said. You know, and court rulings like that overseas are going to be used to, well, look look what they did over there. They said it was wrong. Well, yeah, it's wrong. But, you know, First Amendment, free speech. And then Facebook... Well, we're not with the government. If we want to censor what you're saying, we can do it. And we're going to deplatform you, and you will have no repercussions. <laughs> but um, that's a, that's a whole nother show. In fact, I know I did that show. Because it was shortly after a wonderful, wonderful exchange with a certain libertarian, question mark, journalist... I I really don't know how to how he would fall, but I'm not going to drop his name just because, you know, I'm better than that. So anyways, uh, the disclosure of Russian assistance uh, the disclosure of Russian assistance to Sanders, there's a lot of S's. 
follows a briefing to lawmakers last week in which a senior intelligence official said that Russia wants to see Trump reelected, viewing his administration as more favorable to the Kremlin's interest because he wants to be non-interventionalist. He doesn't want to get involved and stick his nose and start getting into proxy wars with Russia. But I digress. According to people who were briefed on the comments in that closed hearing, the House Intelligence Committee, lawmakers were also told that Sanders had been informed about Russia's interference. The prospect of two rival campaigns both receiving help from Moscow appears to reflect what intelligence officials had previously described as Russia's broader interest in sowing division in the United States and uncertainty about the validity of American elections. So, again, thank you, uh, Washington Post, for actually saying something accurately. Something that people have been saying for three friggin' years. Is that, yes, we know Russia is involved. But they're doing this on both sides. Because they want to see us in chaos. That's what they live for. And, you know, here on our side of the argument, the right side of the argument, and I say right, meaning politically, not we're correct and you're big, big bunch of stupid morons. Uh, on the right side of the argument, we've, we've been saying, well, Russia is doing this to both sides. It's not just us. It's not just Donald Trump they're supporting. They're buying ad buys. They're doing ad buys. For Black Lives Matter and Police Lives Matter for both sides. That way, they can get people on both sides of the both sides of the issue all riled up and fighting amongst each other, and then they're able. To, they just sit back, and watch the terror cells apart. Um, Abraham Lincoln famously said that a nation divided against itself cannot stand you know in that in his context it was part of a broader broader speech about you know we can't have a nation where half of it says slavery good and the other half says slavery bad you know and then fight amongst ourselves huh Kim was just going to say that you know the the greater context of you know a nation fighting itself over slavery. Now that's where Lincoln's uh, philosophy was coming from. But you know, it's that's what Russia is trying to get us to do today. It's and it doesn't help when you have you know candidates who are backed by the Democratic Socialists of America. You know, the DSA is. A bunch of hot garbage. I mean, you can point out failures in their logic, in their their own misunderstanding of the uh, of socialist tenets, and they act like you're just trying to gaslight them, and that no, 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 that's not what socialism is about. Socialism is when people get on social media and they speak to each other like that. Or that they are socially engaged and aware. And it just 
sounds like every bad man on the street interview where they ask what is socialism you've ever heard the only thing they really seem to agree on is that we should tax the rich and give everything to the poor because Robin Hood is the way to go. Fun fact, Robin Hood stole from the corrupt government and gave back to the people who the corrupt government stole from. Robin Hood was more libertarian than he was a Fabian socialist. So uh, at a rally Friday in Nevada, Trump called reports that Putin wanted to help him, quote, disinformation, end quote. Wouldn't he rather have Bernie who honeymooned in Moscow, Trump asked, referring to the senator's travels in the former Soviet Union. I mean, we, we know that Bernie loved uh, the youth programs and the public transportation with the... Uh, Beautiful chandeliers, you know, because you know, who doesn't have chandeliers in their metro station? Just saying. Now, Sanders told reports Friday that the Post report was published that he received the briefing about a month ago. Asked why he did not disclose the briefing publicly, Sanders replied, quote, because I go to many intelligence briefings, which I don't reveal to the public, end quote. And... Okay, and being a guy who's held security clearance in the military, who's been privy to uh, classified teleconference calls, video teleconference calls, I understand that there's a level of, I'm not going to divulge this because it is against the law. But at the same time, if you're a presidential candidate and you get told, hey, this country over here, while we're, you know, we hold them as somewhat of a threat, and they're not actually engaged in a hot war with us, they're trying to have an influence on the outcome of your election. Um, yeah, they're... Yeah, they're doing ad buys in your in your benefit. Wait, why wouldn't you tell the tell the public, you know, as much as you could without you know violating any laws? I mean, it sounds more like you know Bernie was trying to keep it under wraps until someone leaked that information, or until an advisor said, you know. Uh, Senator Sanders, you know, you might want to tell people about this, or else they're going to think you're hiding it. Which I think he was until, you know, you know, someone tipped off the Washington Post, uh, possibly a member of uh of the intelligence com- uh, committee that was there and heard the briefing, and I'm willing to bet was, you know was told, hey, this is going on on both sides, and we can demonstrably prove it's going on both sides. But, you know, at first is just the Donald Trump stuff that was uh, that was released. 
And then a Republican on the committee came out and released the other half. Uh, Donald Trump, he seems to lead to the, the, he seems to go with the idea that possibly the, his soon to be former director of national intelligence possibly said that in a move of uh, being vindictive because yeah, he and Trump don't get along very well. And now uh, German ambassador uh, Richard Grinnell has been nominated to fill the DNI role. And, you know, good for uh, Richard Grinnell. I think he'll be great at that job. Uh, you know, he'll be the, what, the first cabinet-level uh, cabinet level official who's gay? I mean, I, I suppose I'm supposed to be upset with that. I mean, I, I am a conservative, and, you know, we're supposed to just be, you know, hateful hate mongers and, you know, just not be happy and be, be homophobes about. But, I mean, I remember being in Afghanistan meeting uh, Secretary of the Army uh, Eric Fanning. If you don't know, Eric Fanning was the first openly gay uh, Secretary of the Army. He was all right. I mean, I didn't have any problems with him. Which I should find that picture on Facebook and tweet it out where it's like, where uh, Secretary uh, Fanning broke out, broke out the old selfie stick and got a picture of the whole group that, you know, he came, he had lunch with us, you know, got to talk to him, ask him questions. He asked us questions. It was a great time. But, um, but yeah, so, you know, maybe this is being put out there as, you know, one side trying to attack the other, which plays into Putin's hands. Or in a matter of the public needs to know, we're going to disclose this information, but it seems to me more like uh, partisan hackery where, like I said, stuff was said about Donald Trump's campaign receiving assistance. It was leaked. Shocker. And then... Wait, we're we're not telling the whole story, so we're going to leak the uh, the Bernie Sanders portion of it as well. But hey, it's American politics. What can you say? And I, that's going to wrap it up for tonight's show. Uh, Kim, Steve, thanks for coming in. I'm kind of scared to look at Twitter right now because of the craziness that was going on earlier. I'm sure that all my notifications have exploded. But um, again, thank you all for listening. If you are listening to this on the podcast, you know, Apple iTunes, Google, uh, Google, haha, Google iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, whatever you want to call it, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart. I think I already said iHeartRadio. I'm losing my mind. Um, Yeah, so many great places to listen to it. If you are listening to it on the iTunes Four quick steps, four quick steps is all I ask of you. Number one, smash that subscribe button. That way you get notified whenever a new episode comes up on either late Saturday night, Sunday morning, sometime whenever it decides it wants to actually upload the recorded show. You'll get notified. 
The more subscribers, the better the algorithm helps find more people like you. Next step is to give that five-star review. You give that five-star review, it's going to get it's going to make it available to more people. And then once you give that five-star review or that five-star rating, write a review. Tell people that you like it. You know, when it pops up that, hey, this is a five-star rated show that you might like. Oh, I'm going to read the reviews, see what people say about it. Boom. Therefore, it gets them more interested, more likely to listen to it when it pops up on their uh, suggested listening. And finally, the fourth thing I want you to do, share it. Share it with a friend who thinks like you. Share it with a friend who doesn't think like you and you just want to aggravate the crap out of them. Please, by all means, use me. Use me as a way to annoy your liberal friends. I will be honored. Um, also, be sure to go to the website, www.relentlessdaring.com. You can stream back episodes of the podcast. You can link over to Patreon. You can link over to the merch shop. Over at the merch shop, there are hats, coffee mugs, T-shirts, um, I think bandanas you can get for your dog. You go over there. Also, go to patreon.com, patreon.com slash relentlessdaring1. Become a patron over there. Help support this podcast. Everything that comes into me from Patreon does go back into the show. Whether it is going on, it's paying my hosting fees on podbean.com. Whether it is paying for my hosting fees to keep the website active. You know, that's the, uh, all that goes in there. It keeps everything running. It helps to upgrade. Also, I am going to be, I'm starting to work on uh, putting together exclusive content for Patreon subscribers. So if you are a subscriber on Patreon, you will start seeing new things pop up for me. Going to be trying to do a video a couple times a month. That way you can kind of get a little bit more insight into this. You know, you actually see the weird facial expressions I make as I'm trying to formulate thoughts. I have one eye crossed, the other's looking up at the ceiling. It's, I, I make weird facial expressions as, as, as part of trying to formulate thoughts on the fly. So that you can actually see, you know, see me talking at the wall like there's an actually a person there that I'm gesturing to. It'll be a good time for everybody, except for me. I'll probably get made fun of a lot, which is cool. I can handle it. I have thick skin. So, again, thank you all so very much for tuning in. Uh, it's great to have you as an audience. Happy to do this every week. And as always, stay relentless. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 